Hey everybody, what is going on? Thank you for coming back for episode two. And this one is completely gonna be about procrastination and self-doubt. The main reason, jumping straight into it, the main reason that everybody is going to be procrastinating or not doing something or not really truly going for what they know they want to be doing deep down is purely, purely going to come down. Like 95% of the time, it is going to come down to self-doubt. 95% of the time, it is going to be 100%, <laughs> 95% of the time, it's gonna be 100%, <laughs> works every time. So, 90% of the time, oh my God, 95% of the time, it is going to be coming down to self-doubt. Whether you want to go for a new job, or you want to go for personal training, or you want to ask that girl or boy out on a date, or you want to do whatever it is, Something in your life that you know you want to be trying or that you want to be doing, you are not doing it. And it's not because you don't have time. It's not because you don't have the proper resources available. It's not because you don't have whatever it is that you think you need in order to start. It's not the right time. I'm just not financially stable enough for this. I'm not whatever it is. I can guarantee you that that is not the issue. The bigger issue is going to be self-doubt. As an example, when I wanted to start this podcast, I thought that I needed a full boom mic. I thought that I needed all the production value in the world. And it's simply not the case. I'm just doing this off my phone and a $70 microphone that I bought that is a lapel mic. So all I do is just stare out the window and just talk. Or in some cases, I'll even be playing 2K in the background or I'll be doing something in the background just to make me zone out so I can talk about the shit that I want to talk about. So... The reason that it always comes down to self-doubt is because everybody believes that they need to remove self-doubt before they start. Because why would you start something if you're not confident with it? But that is the exact reason why we need to be starting. If you are not 100% confident in something and you have self-doubt surrounding you in whatever sort of manner, starting the task that you want to be doing or just doing the task, doesn't matter how good or bad or anything that it is, Doing the task to even begin with, that is what in itself will naturally remove self-doubt. You have no idea what to expect. You have no idea, for example, of this podcast. When I started this podcast, I had no idea what it was going to be about. I still have no idea what it's going to be about. But the important thing for me is that I didn't procrastinate and that I just did it. That I just started. Because... I don't care how bad these episodes are to start off with at the very, very start. They're going to get better. The first, the second one is going to be better than the first. The third is going to be better than the second. I'm going to keep getting better at it. I'm going to keep adding things to my arsenal. I might even get a few guests coming in. It might expand into being the best podcast in the world. It might end up just helping two people here or there. I've got no idea. But because I have no idea on what to expect, I'm not allowing that to stop me from doing what I want to be doing. I've always wanted to do a podcast and just talk shit. That is always what I've wanted to do. Ideally, this would be like 90% comedy and I would just have a co-host with me and I would just be talking shit. Like I would be making stuff up as I go and I would have absolutely no idea where I'm going with it or anything like that. But for now, I'll at least stick to what I know and talk about health and fitness and the mindset and mental health and everything because I've been through it all. But 
for me starting the podcast, I had a lot of self-doubt around it. I wanted to start this six months ago and I started it last week or technically this week. So the reason that I was procrastinating so much was because I was very tired. I'll be very honest with this. I was very tied to the impact that it would have. It wouldn't have the same production value as others. I was aware of that. That's why I was like, nah, it's gonna sound amazing. I'm gonna have all this production value behind me, but I didn't have the financial capital to actually buy all the equipment that is needed to, I suppose, have a really good sounding podcast. Second, I just don't have time to do it. But right now I'm in the middle of, I just finished my meal prep template and everything like that. I'm having a 20 minute break and this is where I'm doing my podcast in that 20 minute break. You'll find that you have so much more time in the day if you look at the negative space, much like art. If you look at the negative space and how you can use it, the picture becomes a lot more beautiful and very similar in life. If you look at the negative spaces that you have or the negative time that you have or something that you're not doing, if you take that time, bundle it all together, holy crap, we've now got an extra two, three hours a day. What can you do if you had an extra 15, 16, 17 hours a week? That is so much time that you are just wasting because there's a half an hour block here that nothing can be done. So I'm just going to be on Instagram or a 20 minute block over here where you think nothing can be done. So you're going to scroll through Facebook or whatever it is. There's always negative empty spaces in your calendar in your day that you can capitalize on. But nobody does it because who would want to be that efficient and who would actually want to go places in life, right? Fuck me. But <laughs> I swear a lot in this. But getting back to the procrastination point of it, all of those reasons all built up to me saying it's just not the right time, which was the umbrella of I don't have the, the self-doubt behind the I don't have the right equipment. I just don't have the right time. I'm not sure if the podcast is even going to be good. I'm really worried about if it's going to flop. Um, I knew sure as hell it's not going to go viral. But all of those things came under the umbrella that I just turned into one excuse of it's not the right time or I'm not sure what I'm doing. Whatever it is, there was a big underlying reason that had about nine little sub reasons and I just turned it into uh, I'll like typical objection is I'll speak to the missus. I just don't have the money. I just don't have the time. It's not the right time. There's never going to be a right time. Ideally, I would have started this on the 1st of January because, oh my God, it's 2020 and hashtag new year, right? But there is no right time. It doesn't matter if I do it tomorrow, a week from now, six months from now. The only thing that matters is that I get it done at some point in time that I actually follow through on. Because procrastinate, well, that was a good word. Because procrastination does something very amazing to us. It makes us focus on the time that we don't have. It makes us focus on doing nothing and being nothing in the time that we don't have. But if you already don't have time or you're too busy to do whatever, should you really be scrolling through Instagram and Facebook if you really are being 100% honest with yourself? And it might even be rock climbing that you want to be doing, but you say you just don't have the time. Most rock climbing places are open till like 10, 30, 11 at night. I don't know when the fuck they open because I don't go rock climbing, but I know they start late because I did it once and it was like, oh my God, they're open this late. But anywho, I digress. The main reason that everybody will come down is to self-doubt. But starting 
in itself is going to naturally remove self-doubt. It does not matter the task. It does not matter whatever it is that you want to be doing. If, as long as you start and you do it, it doesn't matter if it's 1% good out of 100. It doesn't matter if you do it and you fail terribly. At least you can say that you gave it a go. Because the last thing that you want to do is be on your deathbed or you want to be 90 years old and you say, I wish I could have done that while I was young enough to do this. Or I wish I could have traveled before I had kids. Or I wish I could have done this. And then it's going to lead into regrets. But that's why I'm making a lot of risky decisions right now because I can never go back to this moment in time. I can never come back to this moment and say, all right, well, not doing it didn't help. I wonder if I actually did the podcast, if something would have changed. I'm never gonna know what that alternate universe is gonna be like or what could have happened or what could have been. It could, this podcast could be the best thing that has ever happened to me, I just don't know it yet. But the important thing is that I'm actually starting, I'm giving it a go. If it goes absolutely terribly, at least I can say I gave it a go and I won't have a regret around starting a podcast and trying to get my message out there to the masses or whatever it is. At least I won't have that regret lying in me in 5, 10, 15, 20 years saying I wish I started a podcast or 40 years from now going, I reckon I could have been a really good podcaster and always falling back on the regret side of things. That is another thing that I want to talk about today as well, which is you need to take the leap. Everybody, fucking everybody in this life is so terrified of what is the worst case scenario and it's going to go wrong, particularly with the amount of goddamn anxiety that's in the world right now. Everybody looks at something. Let's use my program as an example. Everybody looks at my program and they go, what if I don't get results? What if I don't do this? What if I can't stick to it? What if I can't, what if I can't, what if I can't? Very little people, the ones that are actually successful are the ones that plan for the worst case scenario, but expect the best. Because at least that way, it's only going to be up from here. If you plan for the worst and the worst does happen, at least you can say you expected it. You know, at least you knew it was coming. If you do my program, then you're out of whatever money and time that you did then that's going to be on you. Did you learn anything from it? Yeah, you learned that you weren't disciplined so you couldn't follow a meal plan so you couldn't go to the gym and that's on you. That's not on me. I'm going to give you all the resources possible to make sure that you get the best result and change as possible. It's called a transformation program. That's what I do. I've made a career out of transforming lives but I can't do that if the person is not willing to put in the work. At least if you have spent the money and dove in and gone for it and you can honestly say you gave it your all and you still didn't see results, at least you can say that you did it. At least you can say you tried. Throughout the journey, you would have already learned so much about how your mind and body works as well. It's not so much that you can come back to this place where the doctor in five years from now is going to tell you that you have heart disease or that you need to lose 15 kilos or that you need to take a foot or you got diabetes or you're pre-diabetic or whatever. You can't come back to this moment and go, man, I wish I signed up with Trav and changed my life. You can't do that in 10 years. You can probably start in 10 years time because it's my career, I'm not going anywhere, but I don't know what the program's gonna be. I can guarantee you it's not gonna be the exact same value as what it is today. It might get worse, it might get better. My supply and demand might go through the roof soon, particularly with the May intake that is coming out. And oh, I nearly spoiled it then. And the massive giveaway that is happening or the grand prize giveaway for the best transformation, 
I can't guarantee that I will even have any spots open in six months time. I can't guarantee the price is going to be the same. I can't guarantee that the program is still going to be two 12 week phases or it's gonna be 24 weeks of coaching or the program's gonna be the same. Things will change. The exact same way that things are going to change in your life, things are going to change in my life, which are going to change the program. So as soon as you listen to this podcast or this episode or whatever, if you listen to this, you will not be hearing this for the first time ever again. Think about that. Whenever you hear something for the first time, you can never go back and hear it again for the first time. Exact same thing in life. As soon as you are presented with an opportunity, you can never be presented with that opportunity for the first time ever again. It may pop up again. We may talk in two months time and you wanna do the program, but it's just not the right time because we're procrastinating, because you're not sure if you can do it, because you're not sure if you've got the finances behind you, because you're not sure if you can commit to yet another program, even though it's a program that is designed to blow all the other programs out of the water so that you don't have to ever do another challenge ever again, because I essentially turn you into your own personal trainer and nutritionist, but let's ignore that for a minute. Let's pretend it's the perfect situation. You have the money, you have the time, You've got your dream lifestyle, but you still want to lose about 10 kilos. Nine out of 10 people still won't go for it because they're comfortable and everybody likes being in their comfortable phase or their comfortable spot on the couch or that's my spot on the couch or that's, you know, that's my food, that's my time, that's whatever. People love having what's theirs and they don't like someone coming in and disrupting that in order to improve their life. They'd much rather be happier unhealthier, but not seeing the results, if that makes sense. They would much rather be comfortable, not happier. They would much rather be comfortable and unhealthy than to be uncomfortable and then healthy and then turning the healthy into the comfortable. I hope you caught on with that one because I'm sure as hell not going to repeat that. <laughs> but the thing that we need to do is realize that procrastination is going to be self-doubt. And you can't remove self-doubt before you start something. When was the last time you went for your first day on the job and you were like, yeah, I'm going to smash this. I know exactly what I'm doing. Very, very, very few people have actually done that unless they've been headhunted. Even then, there were still some doubts, but they started and they went for it. And starting in itself is going to remove that self-doubt that everybody is going to have. And then again, you need to have the courage to dive in and go for it. You need to be able to think long-term is this going to help me or hurt me in five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, whatever it is. You don't want to be lying on your deathbed. You don't want to be 40 years from now going, I wish I had have changed my life for the better when I was 20 or when I was 30 or when I was 40 or however old you are listening to this now. You don't want to come back and be like, man, I really should have done his program while it was beyond affordable before it became 15 grand for a year of coaching. Or I don't know, I'm just making shit up now. But the important thing is, you remove self-doubt by starting. You are never going to start something and be 100% confident with your decision, but we need to have the courage to dive into it, go for it, and believe in yourself that you can do it because you will learn on the job the exact same way you've done all your entire life up until this point. Everything you've done, you've learned on the job, whether it's actually learning a new skill, learning a new language, whatever it is. Yes, you went out there to a class or a seminar or whatever and you learned, but you actually went somewhere and did it and you learned or someone came to you and someone taught you something. You have always had coaches in your life, teachers, parents, basketball coach, sports coach, 
whatever it is, a math tutor, you've been coached your entire life. They just didn't call themselves coaches, tutors, or teachers, or role models, or sports models, or whatever. You have subconsciously been coached your entire life, but now that you have to make the decision, you need to make the dive or the leap of faith to actually say, yes, I want to change, or yes, I want to learn this, or yes, I want to do this. You'll keep putting it off because you don't have the courage to dive in and go for it, and you've got that self-doubt around you, but you just need to start. The amount of people that have joined this program and changed their lives purely because they've just gone, yep, it's hit that pain point, I need to dive in, I need to go for it, I need to change my life, and they've done it within five weeks and they say, holy crap, this is amazing. And I'm like, oh, hang on a minute, you've still, you've still got like, you've still got 18 weeks left, don't bail on the program just because you killed it in the first five weeks, let's keep going with this. Let's finish the entire 24 weeks and go with it. But that is it for episode two. I hope that was super short and informative and I hope you got something from it because I sure as shit did. I had no idea where I was going with it, but I got there. You like how I got there in the end? That's pretty cool. Alrighty, I will speak to you all very, very soon.